Hey, welcome to another edition of Six Pack Cinema. This week we are talking Tomb Raider. Dude, you should review movies. Ugh. Oh my god, yes. Oh my god. Okay, I've okay. had a couple, so. <clears throat> Movie review. But before that, an update on the Sheehan family. Sheehan's wife uh, gave birth to a beautiful baby girl. Everyone's home and doing great. So hopefully we'll have them back in about a month or so. Yeah, pretty exciting for them. I mean, yeah. Sheehan's life just changed. He's going to be a completely new na- new man when uh, he gets back. That'll be fun. Get oh, Dad sure. Sheehan. His, his likes are going to change. He's going to want to do cartoons and animated movies now. Well, he and I both have talked about doing that anyways, but we knew you would hate it. So we've yep. been trying to steer away from it. Bubblegum and Yuppie Adventures or whatever the hell that show is oh, called. Oh, yeah. Bubble Guppies, I think it is. Yeah. yeah My niece watches that. So he and yep. I can do a whole episode on season two of Bubble Guppies. Yeah. My 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 sister had a, a little baby boy, so I'm in the same boat as she. And I got a new new baby in the family. I get to go see him and like hang out and then leave for all the other stuff. She and has to do that, but yeah. same same exact boat. Oh, pretty much. And <laughs> like I'm an uncle too, and it's great. You just yeah. get to show up, load them up with candy, and let them break all their parents' rules, and then say, "All right, bye." Exactly. Take him. Eventually, you take him to movies like Tomb Raider because they're uh, family fun. Yes. All right. Well, uh, let's hop into Tomb Raider then. What is your uh, snap impression of it? So my snap impression has changed because it's been a day or two days since I saw it, and when I walked out of the theater, I would I liked it more than I like it now. I mm. I was like ah that was a little too much, but it was a fun movie. Now. The more I think about it, the worse it becomes in my brain because there was just not much going on besides action scenes. Yeah. I thought, and we can get into it further, but so just snap impression, not impressed with it. I went in open and like, okay, this is like, I'm not expecting anything great. I just want to have a good time. And then I didn't, it wasn't that good to me. Okay. My snap impression is that this would have been an amazing 2003 movie. <laughs> that, yeah, I, I can go with that. Like, if this had come out in 2003, I, I would love this movie. Even today, I'd love it for, like, the nostalgia factor. But coming out in 2018, I was kind of just like, all right, that, that was fun. Like, I'll never see it again. But it wasn't a horrible way to kill time. Felt super empty. Yes, that's a very good description of it. There were so many gratuitous action scenes, like the fox hunt bike race scene, uh, the kid stealing her purse. I get it; they want to sh- tell us like she's fast and ad- agile, mm-hmm. but that, but that, but it. They needed to like actually have some plot. Like those kids needed to tie back into the movie, or that bike chase needed to, or riding a bike needed to tie back into the movie somehow. It was literally just, oh, we're gonna have a bike race, and then they filmed it like it was a chase scene like a like a to drum up like this false sense of oh, 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 oh. and i was like but this is just a stupid bike race so i i think those scenes were good because you kind of had to show that she was super athletic and could do all this before she gets stranded on the island because then you're just like well this is bullshit nobody could do that i get but it I but i think they they just had to pick one of the two either have the bike chase or have the like chasing the kids who tried to steal from her you don't need both at this point i was like i don't care I'll agree with that because they came too soon to like anything happening. I was like, okay, why are we doing this? It's just another chase scene. Like it was just to show off the chase scenes. Mm -hmm. Felt really gratuitous. And let's talk about that that bike chase scene game. 
just fucking spilling paint all over the city. What a bunch of assholes. I'd be furious if I was like just walking down like the street and you see a biker go by and then you take a step and you're just stepping into paint and your shoes are ruined. I get it. It's a cool concept, but that's just really rude to the entire city. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And she cheated. She got up on the truck. I was like, that's blatant cheating. (laughs) Well, there was no like rules laid out, but I I felt the same. I was like, really? Like you you shouldn't be allowed to do that. She might as well just grab the paint can and hold it while she rides the bike. Just chuck the paint can, like, into a river? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's blatant cheating. Um, like, they, they tried to make it move plot by saying because she got in trouble, now her stepmom had to come. They dropped some terrible dialogue in that scene. It was like, you've never seen me. Like, okay. Oh, I, I, I audibly groaned at that line. That, me that too. That was probably the worst line of the whole movie. I was like, oh, God, what did I, like, get us into? I agree. So, so those things felt very forced to me. Like they didn't, they didn't move the plot. They were just, she's really fast. And the second, I agree with what you said. If there was just one, I wouldn't be that upset about it. But two of them was so stupid. Yeah. I think you show the boxing in the beginning or the MMA in the beginning to show she can fight. And then you show her chasing down the kids trying to steal from her. And then you don't need that bicycle scene to show like for once she gets on the island, people still believe she can do everything she did. Yeah. And then the whole plane montage where she's down the river onto the plane, hanging off the wind. And then that falls and then that falls and then that falls. And then the parachute, the parachute was cool. I was like, okay, that's badass. But I will say I, I loved when like the plane started to fall and she's like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. I think I was saying that as like an audience member like you gotta be kidding me come on well, this yeah, is like I, that what's the um the movie hot rod when they have that montage where he just continuously falls down the hill i think it was in the commercial as well and like he oh, tries yeah. to stand up but just keeps falling and, and mm-hmm. it's the whole montage and you're and it's like man this hill never ends that's what that plane scene was so they just kept adding more and more and more and it, that plane didn't come back into play. I thought maybe that was going to be her dad's plane. I, would, I thought it was going to be a huge clue. It was just like no, nothing well, have really. Have you seen when? Because this is based on the first video game of the rebooted series. Uh, there's a thing where Conan's playing it with some guests. I think Marshawn Lynch, and they do that river scene in the in the Conan episode, and she just gets impaled. By a, uh, if you like, you fuck up. She just gets impaled by a branch and killed in the most gnarly way possible. And I was like, please let there be a, a like a fuck up at their at the end of, during the credits where they just showed Elisa Vikander get <laughs> murdered brutally. Yeah, I remember watching that video of uh, the video game. I didn't know. I didn't re- I didn't put it together. And I should say to anyone listening, I never seen the original Tomb Raider or any of the video games, so I was coming in blind. I we did come home. And put on the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider just so I so I could watch it, but we turned it off after like twenty minutes because it's in it, it is not aged well, incredibly dated. Yes, absolutely. Even my girlfriend was like she was a much bigger fan of the original. She was a little disappointed by this one. Said the original she liked better. Then we put the original on and she was like, "Oh, this is mm, I don't want to watch this." <laughs> She's like, "Maybe I was looking through that with like rose colored glasses." Yep, nostalgia. It's a son of a bitch. Let's talk about the cast that's in this. Because I think this is a pretty heavy hitter cast for a video game movie. Well, I've never heard of her before. Well, she was in Ex Machina, 
which yeah, she won an Oscar for. Okay. And I've, then, I've, I've never seen it, but I know. That, oh, that's we should when we do like a throwback movie or something, we should do that. And even, not that it's really a throwback. It came out in like 2015 or 16. Yeah. But that was like her and Oscar Isaac and Domo Gleason's first big roles. Okay, she's been in The Man from Uncle, The Danish Girl, yeah. Burnt, Jason Bourne, Lights Between Us, Oceans. So she, yeah, she's been in a lot of big movies. So I, I probably should yeah. have known her. She, yeah, I'd never seen her before. Yeah, she's a very talented actress, I feel like. And disappointingly, I felt like she was the only one in this movie who gave a damn. She, like, the, the movie and the dialogue wasn't great, but she was putting everything on the screen. Like, she was giving it her all, I felt like. Yes, her, her acting was the, she was the only one acting. Dominic West, I like Dominic West, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. He, he, he was, like, just, he did not give a shit. And what's his name, uh, Walter Goggins? Walter Goggins like, is great, and he was just like, eh, in this. Yeah, it felt like he just... He showed up for a payday and didn't actually care about it. Because Walter Goggins is so good at bringing, like, hit in Justified. Did you ever watch Justified? I've only seen one episode, but I've heard it's, the rest of it's very good. So his character was supposed to get killed off in Justified after, like, the first episode, I think. And it lasted all six seasons or so whatever it was, Boyd Crowder, because he just has, like, this way of bringing bad guy to life. Hateful Eight was a pretty pretty big breakout role for him. He's really good at like making his character like uh, what's that word enigmatic or whatever. Like I don't know, really good. Yeah. And he, and it was just very generic one tone bad guy here. Yeah, and I, I feel like he could. He is so good at tapping into like that unhinged type of mm-hmm. character that mm-hmm. this could have been a like a villain of the year role if he gave a damn, and the writing was a little better. The, uh, we can get into like if we go into characters and writing from here because mm. those are all, the only real three actors, right? Is the uh, Lou guy famous? I don't know who that is, but I thought he was fine. He was the second best. I felt acting wise, much. but but character and writing. I know it's just an action movie, but you still need to have some heart and some depth. There was no depth to this movie. Like it was just that's my no. biggest complaint. Is it felt empty? Like it felt like. Just action for action's sake, which is fine. You can be more action than like good story, but you still need some of the other. And it also felt like the characters were really poorly fleshed out. Like I wanted to know much more about like how Walter, how Walter Goggins' character was doing this kind of like he was a merchant, like he was a worker. It, It wasn't he wasn't the head. He was in being work. No, he was working for someone. He said a few times that like he was pretty much forced to be there until they got this and he wanted to go home to his daughters and I would have loved to see that ex- like explored way more. Yeah, explored way more. And then the dad when he went like when she found him, when she found him, the scene, the way they tried to play that off with him being like it's a vision, don't look. It's don't look. I thought mm-hmm. that was really poorly done actually. Like I would have liked their recognition scene to have a lot more heart than it did and almost like they took all the heart out of it and it should have had so yeah. much. For sure. And then and then when he dies at the end of the movie, he dies because, like, he just fucked up and stuck his hand out and, like, touched the guy. It wasn't like he actually had to sacrifice himself to, like, accomplish some goal. He yep. just – he had a gun and put his hand first and held the guy back. Yeah, and then the other – the uh, Lou guy whose dad died doing the same thing, mm-hmm. that needed to be explored way more. Yeah. Because when he goes back for Laura or Lara, 
he's like, I got to go back. And all the rest of the prisoners stand up and be like, we're going back with you. Your father stood up for us. And I was like, what? When was that mentioned? Tell us more about that. And and the whole idea that you can be a a shipwrecked fisherman and then you become a slave on this island. Tell me more about some of the people that that happened to, at least briefly. Because all they said was that line, like, who are these people? Well, some of them were shipwrecked and some of them – like came here for work, or or slave yeah. trade or whatever. But I want to know about a dude who got shipwrecked and then forced into being a slave on an island. Talk about bad luck. For sure. And it wasn't even like the movie was long, so they cut that. It was an hour and a half. This yeah. is a pretty short movie. They could have yeah. easily added 15, 20 minutes to really flesh out all the characters. Yep. And the whole time I wanted to know, well, why do the bad people want this like what? What's their end goal? They just gonna sell it for money? They don't believe in the curse because Walter Goggins' character like didn't believe in the curse. And then I was like, oh okay, he doesn't believe that it's has his powers. Oh yeah, he's just being paid. It's like I wish that in the end that they were sequel baiting. You know, like well, you don't know mm-hmm. that yet because it's gonna be the sequel, which I think is terrible when sequels depend on a big conspiracy. That's always like bad. Yeah. I think. I, I just think felt like I wanted were... a lot more. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I assume if this gets a sequel, we'll, they'll explore Trinity more. And I kind of hope it does get a sequel, because I, I cared enough to want to know more. I just, I don't know, did they just want to release this virus and kill people, or did they want to sell it to the highest dealer? I just have yeah. no idea what their goals were, besides getting this virus. Yep. I agree. Did you did you see, so I guess there's two like twists of sorts coming. The first one would be that her dad was still alive. So as soon as that first conversation happened in the boardroom, mm-hmm. I turned to my girlfriend. I was like, oh, her dad's still alive. And she was like, no, he's not. Because the first one, she thought it was going to be the exact same. She was like, he's not. But maybe. I, I, I was going to say, I didn't think he was alive. I haven't played the new games. So I have no idea if he's alive in those. But just her origin or whatever from previous games and previous movies is just that she was orphaned as a young girl and grew up like chasing like exploring the world and chasing that part of her uh self so i i just assumed oh yeah her dad died and she's gonna go finish his mission yeah that did throw me off the the way they had that dialogue i forget the actual wording of it but i are like oh he's alive and then it was cool like that's cool he's alive but they never really played up the reconnect and he was like i've i i i all i want to do is watch it grow up and now i have like no you haven't you guys have barely talked about anything of worth yeah they had like one 20 minute conversation and then she was like well if you're not gonna do it i'll fucking do it and they fought it was like yeah i don't know just everything what was the felt second empty. twist do you think that the stepmom is the bad person i didn't see that either I didn't. I had a hint because when he was in the cave, he said something. I thought. I thought he mentioned it, but I think I was just thinking. But I didn't mm-hmm. fully see it coming, and I was kind of like, "Oh, it was just a sequel, baiting for a sequel." Yeah. But, I mean, we'll see how the sequel goes before I diss it. But yeah, I mean, if a sequel came out, I would definitely see it. Yeah. So, so the other thing, like the action was done well, filmed well. I read mm-hmm. a review that said it was nice. It was like they weren't positive on the movie, but they said it was nice that Alicia Vikander, is that how you say her name? Yeah. And that she wasn't filmed out of lust, but filmed to show like her fierceness. Like it wasn't just all tits and ass shots like Angelina Jolie's was, I guess. 
It was more like, look how badass this chick is. No, I agree with that. And she really got into like crazy good shape for this. Yeah. And I know she did a lot of the stunts herself. But also, I love that she got the, her ass fucking kicked a lot. Like, she kept getting hurt. She kept, yeah. like, falling down and shit. And a lot of the times in these action movies, they are just an invis- invincible force running through bad guys. And that I never felt for one second that she was 100% safe. It was nice that she had to get, like, stitched up by her dad and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And she was hurt. I mean, she would have been a lot more hurt she, from all the injuries, but whatever. Yeah. What what you think? Okay, so once they go into the tomb, what do you think about all that stuff? Cuz this is where I want to go. The tricks and like the the mystery puzzle solving of this movie mm-hmm. was lame as fuck. Yes. I think they could have really stepped up the puzzle solving, but I was worried cuz like sometimes in the video games it does get pretty mystical, and I like that they took it in a direction where no she had a disease and was like taking herself away from the world. I, I was worried it would get, like, mystical and, like, the dead army would raise up and stuff. Yeah. And I was very glad that never happened. 100% agree. I like the – I said I, I like the disease twist or whatever. hmm That was actually cool. That was the cool part. But to compare it to the best movie of uh, uh, puzzle solving, National Treasure. Oh, which that movie is 10 out of 10. Yes. So I went home and watched – because my girlfriend never seen National Treasure. I'm like, you got to watch this one. This one's, like, really – good like every chase scene everything moves the plot forward to like mm-hmm. make them do you know like they get in the one chase scene but that gets the uh blonde girl stuck with nicholas cage and to their dad's house like everything mm-hmm. changed the next scene whereas the bike race scene and the purse chase scene in this movie kind of just didn't go anywhere but also the puzzle solving national treasure is awesome and this one she was just twisting things yeah, there was, like, some throwaway line in the beginning where she used to do those boxes with her dad all the time, and he had hundreds and hundreds of them. But we either needed more of those being necessary and, like, showing her figure it out with other people. Or, or tell me how they change, work. Change the fucking... Yeah, I have no idea how those things work. She all we know it is she got a salt shaker. And- yeah, yeah. <laughs> she got a salt shaker, she twisted it, it worked, and then, oh, now they have this tomb, and she twists those, and it works. Like, that's not exciting for me. Tell me what she just did. Yeah, <laughs> and then Absolutely. everything else, like once they got in the tomb, was a little like where did they get that ladder from? That they walked I assume they just the... like sent a guy back out to get it. I guess so. And then they where did they get all those fluorescent lights from? Like where are they getting this shit? Once from? again, yeah, I just assume they kept sending <laughs> one guy back. Out. <laughs> they like made it farther, and they're like, shit, we need something else. Go back, Greg, and get everything. Yeah, and the only other thing was. Um, the lights, like when the floor was dropping and she needed the color switching lights, that was that was all right. That was the that was I like the that. that was the that was best the... of all the puzzle solving. Yeah, definitely. But I did I did really like that the twist was she killed her, she saved herself. But then they like you know this is an action adventure movie, so they have to play to a dumb audience. <laughs> like they threw all the flashbacks while she was figuring it out. Like they showed us. All the flashbacks of like have to save yourself. You know, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's like she could have just like they could have just showed us her thinking, and then she figures out, and we would have pieced it together. Yeah, but, or even after that, Goggins or her dad or someone was like, "Oh, what was it?" And she explains it. Yeah, the, flashbacks the thoughts, are, are like as she figured it out. I was like, "Oh, come on, There's, be a better filmmaker." Yeah, it's really easy. Like it's really lazy. Like this is what she's thinking about. It's like okay, flashbacks mm-hmm. are pretty bad. 
So I don't know. There was uh, the action was good. They were like like as far as you want to judge action scenes, they were like exciting, fun. The parachute was cool. The river, the plane, but nothing like meant anything. It was all empty. Yeah. All the action scenes was were empty, and then, and then like once you got in the tomb, none of them came to be. Like they needed to tie in the plane, the purse ceiling, the bike race, the boxing. They needed to tie all that in more. So like that helped her when she was in the tomb finish the problem. Yeah. Another thing that bothered me was. When she had uh, Goggins at Arrow Point, and he was, like, pointing the gun at her dad. And she's like, no, I'm not going to do it. And Walter Goggins lowers his gun before she lowers the arrow. She could have shot him in the throat just then and ended it. The other thing was when they were in her, they were both on the ladder over all the skulls. Mm-hmm. Okay? She's on the side closer to getting out. Yeah. She could have walked and- backwards and then kicked the ladder. Yeah, yeah. And then she could have just walked ahead of him and kicked the ladder or then right afterwards she kicks him back. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, now run and pull the ladder. And she doesn't, she runs backwards to him. But yeah, she, she kicked him and then followed him. She kicked him backwards and then followed him backwards instead of just kicking him backwards, running it. I, I know that's not exciting, but come on. I need some, like, smarts. This girl's supposed to be smart. I think they did a, a much better job showing that she's, like, physical and fierce and stuff. And I don't think – I think, like, isn't she supposed to be super smart? They alluded to her being super smart. Yeah, she's look, she's supposed to be very intelligent and, like, a good puzzle solver too. Yeah, nothing she did proved that to the audience for me. Although I did like when she kicked him back and then went to go fight him, it very quickly backfired and he just started beating the shit out of her. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, that's what you get for not crossing or like going across when you had the chance. Yeah. So I don't know. This was a mixed bag. I think it's more bad than good, it, but, but you, it's not, it's not trying to be like a critically acclaimed movie, but I yeah. think you need some more, just, just, it was empty. You just need a little more like. Heartstrings, fleshed out characters, stuff like that. For sure. How do you think this stacks up to like early 2000s, late 90s adventure movies though? Like The Mummy and The Mummy Returns and I guess National Treasure, which nothing beats that, but. Yeah, what was The Rock's first movie? Oh, um, he did Walk Tall with Sean William Scott. No, there's a, there's, um, he did one where he's in like the Middle East. It's his first ever movie. Walking Tall and and the other movie by The Rock are really good. <laughs> oh, yeah. For the one where he's with Sean William Scott is... Running something. Yeah. That that one is fantastic, I felt like. Yeah. I no, remember rewatching one... that over and over again in, like, middle school and high school. The Scorpion King. Oh, yes. I bet if we went back and watched The Scorpion King, you'd be like, that was garbage. But I remember liking it then. Yeah. For sure. I'd, I'd say this is like a little behind The Mummy, which The Mummy was amazing for its time. And so is. That holds up. I rewatched that last year. That's a fun adventure film. I haven't seen it in a while. I'd, I'd like to see if it holds up because I think they're really hard. Uh, the Rock has a lot. The Rundown is the one we're talking about. Then Walking Tall, mm-hmm. Scorpion King, and then he, then he did uh, Gridiron Gang. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, think, I think you're right that it's like a decade old. Yeah. Like this movie feels like it should have come out in 2008, 2003 yeah. even. Yeah. Although it is the second highest reviewed uh, video game movie ever. You want to know the first highest? 
What's that? Angry Birds. Angry Birds? They made a movie out of that? Yeah. Like a kid's movie. Apparently it's supposed to be a lot better than everyone thought it was going to be. Eh, there's no way. I mean, the, I, yeah. What is this movie? What is Tomb Raider? Is it getting good reviews or bad reviews? It's very middle of the road. I think last time I looked it was at like 41% on Rotten Tomatoes. They were all kind of like, it, it's fine. It's just there's no heart to it. Yeah. It could have it, it could have been more. It didn't have to be more, but mm-hmm. there's been action adventure movies that give you like heartfelt moments and this didn't give us any. I I can't think of a single one in this. Even when she said goodbye to her dad and they did the little finger thing at each other, it was like, "Shut up." But then like they did the finger thing and she still continued to stare at him until he put his hand down and he like sighed and I was like, "Well, this is weird. You should have turned around and left when he did the finger thing. Instead, she sees him go, oh, God, that sucked. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There, there, there was more on the editing floor they could have done to save this movie. Yeah. So you want to do our final uh, scores? Yeah, let's hop into our scores. Critics rating, what are you giving it? A 51. Mm. All right. I, what did I write down? I gave it a 64. Okay. This was, like yeah. it's not gonna it's it's not gonna be up for any awards at all. So no, is there a award for stunts? Maybe stunts. Maybe that's that averaged out to a fifty-seven, I'm which is which is about what that. we're at at like all the review sites, right? Yeah, yeah, right. that's about right. And then right. popcorn, I gave it three. I had, wow, like I said, I, I had an okay time in the theater, but. I was never going to be like, oh, let's watch it again. Because I saw, I saw it on Good Friday because I had off from work. And my girlfriend didn't, though. And she kind of wanted to see it. And she's like, oh, will you see it again with me? And I was just like, no. I'm not <laughs> going back to see this. Yeah, I have a three and a half. And I, I thought I was being I, – I thought I was being too lowball. So I did three and a half, not three. But if so if you break down everything, this movie is supposed to be – a popcorn movie. Like it's, it's, yeah. they don't care what critically they get. They just want the popcorn ratings. And we both went three out of five, which is not, which good. isn't good. Yeah. So this movie failed at what it's trying to be basically. Yeah. Like happy death day. I think we rated that in the twenties or the teens, but that was like a five out of five for popcorn. It was a fun movie to be at. I enjoyed watching happy death day much more than I enjoyed this one. Yeah, me too. All right. What are you drinking with it? If you watch it again, just so much water, man. She's sweating all the time. They're all sweating nonstop. It just it, they're in a hot ass island doing slave labor, and then they're in a tomb, a dusty tomb. Just give me a lot of water. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I I wrote Jack Daniels. I don't know why, but deserty movies just make me feel like I need like a medium tier whiskey. So yeah. I went medium I went tier. Jack Daniels. That works. But uh, this wraps up our review of Tomb Raider. Let's hop into our weekly recommendations. What have you been watching? Man, so many shows are out. I'll just do Barry on... Fuck, that was going to be mine. All right, uh, I have another one, though. No, I'll... That'll I'll, tie into the end of the episode. You can do Barry. I'll, I'll do um, AP Bio. Did we already do AP Bio? No, but I also started watching that. That's. It's I'll do AP show. Bio. Uh, Dennis from Always Sunny, Glenn Howerton's new show. It's about a, like a psychotic, pompous, arrogant, pretentious teacher from harvard that has to go teach ap bio at a high school and he's just with a bunch of nerds and uh anytime you put kids and adults and the humor is like adults shitting on kids i think it's hilarious 
Yeah. And I love uh, that one nerdy girl in the class, Heather, who's just like, she's all in on the professor not giving a shit. And she's like, yeah, yeah do it. With the Coke bottle glasses? <laughs> yes. Yeah, she's my favorite. You know, I, I get some really big laughs from that show. Oh, yeah. It, I legitimately, like, laugh out loud. Very rarely when I'm by myself do I audibly laugh. It's good. And I, I still do to this show, like, once or twice an episode. Yeah, it's really good. All right, what do you uh, do? You do better. Yeah, I, I was going to go Barry. It's the new HBO show. It's Bill Hader's show. He wrote most of it, I believe. He's directing the first three episodes. He's starring in it. He plays a, like, low-level hitman who decides he wants to become an actor. And I've only seen the first episode. The second episode just aired. But I thought it was a really good dark comedy. And it was shot really well for a first-time director. Especially the action scenes at the end of the first episode. Mm-hmm. That was different than anything I've seen Bill Hader do. And I thought he sold it well. And as the director, he had to obviously line shit up. And it sold yeah. it as an action scene for me. When things come to a head at the end and then he just walks to the diner, that was like a really cool scene. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in on Barry, too. I haven't watched a second episode yet, either. So many shows. Yeah. Speaking of, we are going to do a full review of The Terror. Yes, that was going to be my backup. I was going to segue into that. So, listeners, we are going to be doing our first miniseries, new episodes in addition to our movie reviews, every week. We're going to start this week with the first two episodes of The Terror, because they're released as one super long episode. And then, week after week... Jimmy and I will be reviewing it and letting you know our thoughts. And I'm also reading the book, so I'll do a little compare and contrast there. Nice. Yep, so tune in for that uh, after you – right now. Yeah. Go to the next episode. This one's over. Yeah. Next one. The Terror. <laughs> All right. If you, if, if you watched it. Thanks, guys. Bye. Love you. Love you.